This is episode two. In this episode, you'll meet my daughter. She'll tell you about her entrepreneurial journey. And we even bring up an important topic that affects all women, especially Latina women. Hello, hello, bienvenidos. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate, a podcast with conversations of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. Join me to hear stories from entrepreneurs of different cultures and identities. I believe consumers want to support businesses and organizations that they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. I know it does for me. Also, my daughter will join me once a month to talk about the kid entrepreneur perspective. So subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hello, welcome to episode number two. I have a very, very special guest today. I'm very happy that she's here with me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. My name is Andrea and I'm the daughter of my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Of me, yes. (laughs) She's my daughter. (laughs) And I'm so excited to be on this podcast today. Yeah. So we'll be doing this once a month, right? Yes. Talk about different topics that are related to kids, to kid entrepreneurs, and kids in business. So let's just go ahead and start with a little icebreaker. So, Andrea, what is your favorite food? My favorite food is enchiladas. Mmm, that sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) Do you remember what my favorite food is? Enchiladas and chilaquiles. Yeah, it is. So what's your favorite color? My favorite color is turquoise. Why do you like like turquoise? Because I really like the color mint green and I like the color blue and together they make turquoise. Hmm, yeah. So, what's the most recent book you've read? The most recent book that I finished is A Wrinkle in Time. And what was your favorite part? When the daughter finally found her dad. Ooh. I've never never read the book. I didn't even see the movies either. The movie, I didn't see it. So, if you could meet one person, dead or alive... Who would that be? I think I would choose Jenny Finch. And who's Jenny Finch? She was on the U.S. Olympics team for softball. And why would you want to meet her? Because I play softball and she is very, she's very famous. Mm-hmm. And she even made her own glove which I used to have one. Mm, okay, cool. So what's the last song that you listened to? The new song, Friends. Mm-hmm. I listened to that song. Mm-hmm. How does it go? F-R-N-A-N-D-S Get that inside your head. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who sings that song? I don't know. Is that like a Taylor Swift song or something? No, I don't know. Anyway, so tell us something that only a handful of people know about you. 
only a handful of people know about me is sometimes not all the time I can be very sensitive like what like what do you mean like if someone tells me something and I get hurt then well I just feel very sad mm, okay well that's also very similar to me too so <laughs> we have a lot of similarities um Okay, moving on to the next question. What is your cultural identity? Well, I am Mexican, just like mommy. I'm Mexican. And I like a lot of Mexican foods. And really, I don't really think of me as anything else. I would really just call myself Mexican. Or Latina. Hmm. Um, where did you hear Latina? From you. You <laughs> say that a lot. So what is that what does that what does that mean to you? What it means to me is like it came from you and I love you and Latinas are like part of my culture and I am a Latina. So, it's just a part of my life, I guess. Huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. You make me so proud, Andrea. Okay, so, moving on to the next question. What does entrepreneurship mean to you? What it means to me is... What it means to me is that it mostly is about being creative and people taking things and making it, making it into something their own, pretty much. And when did you first hear about entrepreneurship? I heard it from you when you were helping other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. to make their business grow. Hmm. And did you, like, before you heard of this word, entrepreneurship, did you know about this idea, the idea of it, before I think, that? I think I did. Like, when when you were watching Shark Tank. <laughs> mm. You like watching Shark Tank, too, huh? Yes. Ooh, ooh, what was your favorite, like, Shark Tank pitch or product or company or... I think it's when they make when they made sap, uh, a beverage from trees. Oh yeah, it was like in a soda can. It was mm -hmm. kind of like an alternative and there's like, to there's soda. There's maple sap and there's like birch. Sap. I remember that. Yeah, I remember thinking I really want to try that. <laughs> and then birch sap tastes birch. Very. Bir I think it was birch. Very sap. Bi bitter. Mm -hmm. Because like. It helps you more, like, with your with your body. Yeah, I like, think they said it had medicine. a lot of, like, antioxidants and stuff like that, yeah. Okay, moving on to the next question. What was your first business? My first business, I remember I was, like, 
I think I was four years old, and we had we had like a little strawberry table, and I think you made the lemonade, and I had like a little toy I would play with, and then people would come to see me play with the toy, and then they'd get some lemonade. It was like in front of our house, mm-hmm. and you you sold it. Well, I don't think I sold it for money. You're just like giving away lemonade. Mm-hmm. I think around that same time you actually did start your first business. I remember you um you got this little table and you had a little like mini mouse cash register oh, yeah. and you put it on top of the table and you got all these books and all these like stuffed animals the and horse toys. toys is, the horse and you toys told that me, I didn't want. You told me, Mommy, ya no quiero esto, voy a vender estas cosas. You said you were going to sell all these things, and then you had your, you had a purse, you put it over your shoulder, and you put, and you had, like, I guess that's where you kept your money, and you also had a wallet, and then every time someone would come over, you'd be like, oh, come to my store, come to my store, do you remember? I remember Jaden gave me, like, two (laughs) dollars. Yeah, you sold, you sold things to your cousins, to abuelito, to abuelita, to tias, and then, like, after, like, a couple of weeks, I looked inside your wallet, and you had, like, more than $40 in there. And I was like, what? Where did this come from? <laughs> I didn't realize you were really selling all those things. I gave a horse to Amanda, and I told her that she had to pay me $38, and she never paid me any money. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't pay you $38 if you told me <laughs> you needed to, that I needed to pay you $38 for a little toy horse. Yeah. But I was just, like... I didn't even realize that you were really, really selling stuff. (laughs) So then do you realize now that you were being an entrepreneur then? That you were like started your own business out of just everything or anything that you had around you? Yeah. What did you like about that? (laughs) I think when I was little, I wanted, I think... Well, I just wanted money to get toys at first, but now like I like selling things to people, like make them making them want to buy things, trying to make people want to buy things. Hmm. Negotiating with people. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> you like negotiating with people. What was your favorite negotiation so far? Do you have one? When our old neighbors Mm-hmm. asked us for like this teapot and like three cups and I told them it was five dollars and then they told they said three dollars and then I told them that it's sold <laughs> so you sold it because you originally told them five but then they said three mm-hmm. so you ended up selling it oh this is when we we're having a garage sale yeah. yeah you're very very good at garage sales you you keep the money, you count the money in your head, you try to figure out how much everything costs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're very good at garage sales. If anybody needs help with your garage sale, <laughs> call Andrea. <laughs> she has some expertise in that area. So, um, so what, um, what else do you like about owning a business? You said you said that you like like selling things to people and negotiating with them. Like why? Why why is that important? 
I don't think it's important. I just think that like it's fun to do. Hmm. Make making people try to try to making people try to buy things so then they can give me money. <laughs> <laughs> so what other uh what other businesses have you owned? I don't remember own I don't really remember owning any other businesses. But I think I do remember another one, Origami Owl. And what's Origami Owl? It's about selling jewelry mm-hmm. that a 16-year-old, well, I think she was 14 when she first mm-hmm. dis- made it. Mm-hmm. A 14-year-old made jewelry. And it's like these little necklaces that you can put charms like bracelet charms into and it, like, yeah, it describes your life mm-hmm. yeah you tell a story with the charms inside your locket um it's called a living locket so i remember finding out finding that uh company and then i showed you the video and what did you think about the video i remember telling you that like i liked it I didn't really like jewelry that much, but I liked, I wanted to help you. Mm. And what did I tell you? If we sold jewelry together, what what would happen? I would get half the money and you get the other half. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you would do to sell the jewelry? Do you remember all the things that we would do? We We had these little, like, books. Catalogs, yeah. Like little and we would show them the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what? I, like, if, when we showed them the books, th- we would show them the jewelry, and if they, and if they, and they, and if they thought it was pretty, then they would probably buy it. Yeah, we would take their orders, right? We would yeah. write it down. Take their orders, take their information. Most people like the lockets, but there was other things too, like bracelets, mm-hmm. earrings. Yeah, I really like the earrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still wear them every day. Yeah. So I think we sold the Origami Owl jewelry for like, I want to say like three years. So you were six years old when we started, and we stopped like... I think last year, yeah. I actually remember us getting, like, almost every penny we can find and making me a bank account. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, we did do that. We went to open you a bank account. Mm-hmm. And all the money that I got from Origami Owl, I put into my bank account. Mm-hmm. And now I have $1,500 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why Why are you so happy about that? Like, why is it so important for you to have because this Because when I'm older, I want to be able to have a horse. Just a horse? And a ranch. A horse ranch? Yeah. So that's what you're saving your money up for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that one of the things why you like owning business? I th- yeah. Because you want to own a horse ranch? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? When you were like four and you sold your um, you sold your books and your toys, you weren't really thinking about a horse ranch then, right? 
I don't, I don't, at least I don't remember you talking about it then. I don't think so. But then I discovered that I really loved horses. Mm-hmm. They just, if you ride on one, you can just feel the wind in your face. It feels amazing. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite horse? I, my favorite horse is a Mustang. They're really pretty. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it's my favorite favorite. I think, like, bet- it would be between an Arabian and a Mustang. Mm. Mm. So, tell me more about the horses. Why do you, lo- why, why is it so important for you to own a horse ranch? I love just seeing them run. Their main just rides with the wind Mm -hmm. the wind just blows in in their face it looks so beautiful you can brush their mane it feels so it feels thick Mm -hmm. but it looks so luscious (laughs) luscious mane running through the wind but some a lot of people are scared of horses because they can buck you off. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm trying to find a horse that's that is is like husband safe or bomb a bomb proof horse. A bomb proof horse means like it won't get scared. Or it won't buck you off, like, mm-hmm. if there was a bomb, like, a mile away and they can hear it. Oh, because they're, like, very sensitive to, like, noise and movement and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that owning a ranch would be an entrepreneur? I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, is it entrepreneur? An entre- being an entrepreneur is entrepreneur entrepreneur isn't it being about more like selling things not just having them well actually being an entrepreneur is is basically like what you said earlier at the beginning is like creating things and making things and a horse ranch is creating it you're taking care of it if there's nobody there to take care of it, to operate it, to manage it, then who's going to take care of the horses? Who's going to feed them? Who's going to ride them? Who's going to take care of all the things that you need to buy for it? Um, you know, if, if you know, something happens, you know, with the weather, who's going to take care of that? You know, you have to fix the fences, like, you know. And, and people who own horse ranches, they most of them, a lot of them do sell stuff. What do they sell? Like horseshoes? I'm like, they they sell horses. Yeah, some people own horse ranches to sell horses. So, yeah, that's one way to make money. And they sell all the tack and supplies for the horses, too. Yes. Or how about horseback riding? They give lessons. Yeah, you can give lessons. You can um, also just 
sell just like a ride just like oh come ride for an hour right yeah so there are services and products that people can sell with owning a horse ranch too right Mm-hmm. yeah so we're just gonna move into another question if you could start a business right now like what would that be like if you if you had everything that you needed to start a business what would it be right now now that you're almost 10 years old in this um, 10th year of your life what what business would you own I remember it's like grabbing a whole bunch of highlighters and the stapler and then I would go in tent and like make an office yeah that's right you always wanted to have an office and you would make your own office out of a tent and then you would always tell your brother and sister to not get in the office (laughs) and then you organized it like very it was like very detailed um the way you organized it and if and if your brother or sister touched anything there, you knew that it was out of place. <laughs> you didn't want them to go in there and mess up your office. <laughs> so you, if you could start a business right now, you would own an office? Yeah. And what would you do there? Well, I don't want to be the boss because I don't think it's really fun telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. But I would just love calling, like, people calling me and then, I fixing the problem, I stapling papers, mm-hmm. me just signing papers, mm-hmm. telling people where to sign. Mm-hmm. I like it. And, like, what would it be around? So, like, right now, you're 10 years old, you would own an office. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, where would the mm-hmm. office be? I think I would want it to be in San Jose. In San Jose? Yeah. <laughs> okay, why why San Jose? Um <clears throat> it's not too far away from where we are now cuz we're in Millbrae. But like I wouldn't want to do it in San Francisco either cuz it's too busy. In Millbrae, I don't really know in Millbrae. Mm. But San Jose, yes. Yes. And what do you like about it? It's San, Fr- San Jose. It's not too like super crowded like San Francisco, uh-huh. but it is kind of crowded. And what would people like? What would you sell? Why would people come to your office? I want. I think I would want to get like do one of the things that Nina does, like give do the home things, make give people homes. Mm. So she does mortgage loans. So she helps people buy homes by uh, connecting them with banks so that they could get um, money to buy a house. That's what you would want to do right now at 10 years old? Oh, not the mortgage loans. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you like the idea of working in an office. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I'm like giving you, I, I'm just letting you like just use your imagination. Whatever you want, what, anything, anything. It could be anything. And you've, you've given me, you've had so many ideas to own business, to own a business. I remember when you were younger, 
you wanted to sell chocolate smoothies for six dollars in the front of our I house. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, what? Six dollars? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. So right now, all you can think of is an office. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, I, you've been very imaginative before. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't, but what would you sell? I would, well, I would sell, maybe I would be the person who gives, or who takes care, like, who takes care of the, maybe I do want to be a mortgage loan person, mortgage loan person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not asking you what you want to do, like, for the rest of your life. I'm just saying, like, right now, in this moment, like, you're going to go to sleep, and tomorrow you wake up, you want to go to an office in San Jose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, like, what are you going to sell there in your office? Well, I would sell... I think... I would sell... I think... Maybe I should sell notebooks. <laughs> notebooks? <laughs> notebooks. What kind of notebooks? Notebooks that you can write in, like, to give, to be creative. Just write wherever you want. Like a journal? hmm Notebooks? Like, what color? Like, where would you get the notebooks? Or would you make them, or...? I would get them from a supply store. <laughs> like, what kind of colors are you thinking about? All colors. All colors. And who would you sell them to? The people that are in my office. And how would they go to your office? I would... I would probably tell people... Tell people or make a sign that says that we're gonna help save help and give people give people homes so you're gonna make a sign and tell people we'll help you buy homes but we're also (laughs) gonna sell notebooks (laughs) once they get into the job then I'll sell the notebooks (laughs) okay they're going to need a notebook. They're going to need a notebook when they buy their house. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of planning and designing to do with their new furniture. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe you can have like a homeowner's notebook or a homeowner's manual of like, these are the things you need to do to take care of your house. What, and- if, what if I was like... People would call me if they have trouble they get of ideas to uh, to design their homes. Mm. Oh, yeah. So you'd be like a home designer? <laughs> yeah. Do you know who went to school for that? Abuelita. She did? Yeah. Yeah, when I was really young, she, when I was really a little girl, she went to school for that. To interior designer. Interior means the inside. So she was a designer of, like, inside spaces. <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Because, like, now 
I'm searching for like games or like apps on the iPad for like home designing. Oh, I think there's one like you can design your own restaurant too, right? I, don't I think know. I've seen. I think I've seen that one. So, oh, we've played that game before, right? Remember when we were in the car and we were driving to LA? Everybody went around in the car and yeah. said, like, if you could own your own restaurant, what would it be and what, what would it be named? Who yeah. Food what was you would yours? Sell? What was yours? Mine was a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And what was the name? I forgot. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, so we're going to be talking once a month. Um, so what other topics do you want to talk about? We're definitely going to talk about entrepreneurship and owning a business. So maybe in the future we can invite, we can find kid business owners and we can invite them to the podcast and ask them, you know, about their business and stuff like that. But besides that, what other topics do you want to talk about? that affect, you know, us or... I think I would want to talk about what kind of things would... What kind of things I would want to sell if I was a, a, a different person. Like, mm. if I were to be a... Like if I were to create something, mm-hmm. what 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 would it be called? How would I sell it? Oh, okay. Where so would maybe, I, where so, would I sell it? So that maybe every month we could like have like create a, a new idea. Cre- yeah, we could have like a little creative session every month. We can brainstorm of a new business idea, and then if someone out there wants to take take it on and. Maybe they can start it if that's a good idea for someone else. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. You know, there's another topic that we talked about uh, last week that you brought up that we could also talk about. Um, we talk about it a little bit right now, and then maybe we can find some answers. What? Uh, you said that you read an article about how women get paid less than men doing the same job. Mm-hmm. Do you want to let me? You want to tell me a little bit about that article that you read, or what your thoughts are about that? Cause we saw that a teacher gets to pay uh, gets paid like ninety seven cents, and then like a well a girl teacher gets paid like ninety seven cents, and then like a boy teacher gets paid one dollar, mm. and then, like a chef gets paid like eighty cents, and then a a boy chef gets paid one dollar. Hmm. something like that so in all the jobs the women always got paid less always Mm -hmm. get paid less than the men yeah and then remember we talked about um we talked about like uh asian women and white women and black women and native american women and latina women do you remember we talked about that latina women get paid the less out of all of them yeah that's true which is not fair no, it's not. That's the rea- That's the reality of it. And you asked me, like, why is that? And I think my answer to you was there's a lot of historical things that have happened for this to happen. And this is the result of it. But you know what? I think that we should um, 
research this topic a little bit more, like you and I, and then we can talk about this next month to like try to get more answers. Or, or maybe we can find someone to interview or who knows more about this and then maybe we can bring them on next month or if not the month after. Do you like that idea? Sure. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay, so what do you think about our first podcast episode so far? I think we did good. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. I'm really happy that you're on here and that uh, once a month we'll get to talk about this. And um, I'm so excited for brainstorming a new business idea with you next month. I already have some ideas. <laughs> but anyway, um, so... Thank you for being here with me, Andrea, and we'll, we'll be here next month. Oh, and yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode uh, when we'll, when I interview and have a conversation with Rocio, Rocio Gonzalez from Viva Balance. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com and please, please rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.